Hearing creaks coming from your closet? Rustling outside your window. window. Did you hear guttural woots or wood knocks deep in the woods during your last camping trip? Ever seen strange lights in the sky? Ever feel like someone or something is in the room with you? Rest assured, you are not alone. We are not alone. Take a dive into the strange, unusual, and hauntingly true. You've stumbled upon the Line Begins to Blur podcast. Join your host, Chris G., as he explores the paranormal, cryptid sightings, supernatural events, along with a little true crime from the past and present. Hey everybody, welcome back. Thanks for coming back. This is the Line Begins to Blur podcast and I am Chris G. I am your host with the most going down this rabbit trail with you, if you will. So uh, I hope all is doing well. I hope everybody's good. Um, Again, I am going to use this time to formally request any submissions you know, please feel free to share any exciting stories, any juicy news, any gossip, anything that you guys are interested in learning about and are willing to share. Please, by all means, send it my way. You can either email it to me at info at the line begins to blur dot com or you can go to our website, our newly launched website at www dot the line begins to blur dot com. Um, you can go ahead and email. We'll have file uploads there for you to go ahead and send um, anything and everything that we can do to make it easier for you. Please, by all means, send them my way. I'm sure everybody's uh, eager to hear it. So anyway, with that being said, um, I just wanted to start off by saying thanks again for listening. And uh, I hope you like what you hear. So uh, let's go ahead and get started. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm introducing a new segment to the podcast, and I'm calling it the World Weirdly News. Hopefully you like it. World Weirdly News. All right, guys, so get this. An Oklahoma state representative introduced the bill that would establish a hunting season for one of the state's most infamous species of native wildlife. Can you guess who that is? Hmm? Any guesses? That's right, Mr. Squatch himself, good old Bigfoot. Apparently, uh, Mr. Justin Humphrey introduced a bill to the state legislature that will call on the Oklahoma Wildlife Commission to designate a Bigfoot hunting season. Apparently, the mythical ape has been the subject of numerous sightings in southern Oklahoma for years, and that region, because of which, hosts an annual Bigfoot festival for fans of the cryptid. Can you imagine that? We're still trying to prove that he exists, let alone we're already ready to kill him off. Man, this is crazy. So apparently... The uh, commission shall set up annual season dates and create any necessary specific hunting licenses and fees. That's according to the bill. The bill, if passed by the legislature and signed by the governor, will take effect this November 1st. Wow. We went from uh, I don't believe to damn it, I believe. (laughs) 
Alright guys, well for this episode of The Line Begins to Blur, um, I wanted to talk to you about the Adam Ellis Dear David Ghost Boy Experience. Now, when I heard this story, it totally gave me goosebumps, totally creeped me out. Is it true? Is it not? I don't know, we all have to kind of make up our own decisions on that, but um, personally I think it's for real. Um, Let me go ahead and give you a little bit of background. So Adam Ellis, who was working as a very talented and successful illustrator, working at BuzzFeed, had a huge following, was very successful, and a lot of you guys have probably seen a lot of his work and didn't even know it. But yeah, he's out there, man. He's he's got a lot of stuff out there. He's real popular and real successful. So apparently in 2017, he started tweeting. Now, mind you, up until this point, None of his tweets had ever had anything to do with paranormal experiences, cryptids, you know, ghost stories, nothing. Like, it was all just him living his best life, doing the damn thing. But in 2017, like I said, he started um, posting that his he felt that his apartment was being haunted by the ghost of a dead child. So, at that point, David had... I'm sorry, not David. Adam had been suffering from sleep paralysis um so apparently he had a dream okay he had a dream of a little boy with a huge misshapen head and i guess this guy this little boy looked gnarly right so in the dream he dreamt that the uh little boy whose name is david was staring at him from the foot of his bed okay so in this dream david's looking at him And he starts walking towards Adam. Slowly. Um, And as he got closer, you know, he's inching up closer and closer to him. He gave Adam a chance to really get a good look at him. But Adam woke himself up screaming. You know, he woke up screaming before the boy had a chance to reach him. So, totally woke up. Was like, oh my god, shit. Oh man, I guess my sleep paralysis came back. Oh, damn it. Right? So, he totally thought he was having that shit happen again. So, you know, he was a little creeped out. Okay, you know, it is what it is. Life goes on. He's doing his thing. Um, He tried telling the story to friends and stuff. And, you know, so what he did was he did his best to try to draw him. And and you can Google this. Like, um, you know, there are definitely, like, these these drawings that he did where it's, like, this really creepy, misshapen-looking, blobbish-headed kid. And uh, so after that, after a little while... You know, people didn't really fully believe him. So, you know, nothing happened. Everything was good and whatever. Um, A couple nights later, um, Adam had another dream. Uh, But this time he dreamt that he was in the library. And while he was in this library, this weird, random, creepy little girl walked up to him and asked him. You saw him, didn't you? And then Adam's like, what do you mean? You know, so she's like, you saw Dear David, didn't you? And, you know, he was like, okay, yeah. Well, then I guess she proceeded to tell him that um, that David was dead and that he only appears at midnight. If you do see David, you can ask him two questions. But only if you start the questions with Dear David. But if you ask him a third 
absolutely do not ask him a third because if you do ask him a third, he will kill you. Okay, so then after that, Adam woke up and was like all creeped out or whatever, but you know, he kind of shrugged it off, shook it off, thought again, sleep paralysis, shit, it's coming back. So I guess um, everything was fine. You know, there was no other nightmares for a few weeks. Uh, everything was good. He thought life was uh, coming back to normal. Um, but then one night, he dreamt of the boy again. This time, the boy was sitting in the green rocking chair at the foot of his bed. So when he saw David, he asked the boy, he goes, Dear David, how did you die? So David responded with an accident in the store. So then Adam proceeded to ask him, Dear David, what happened in the store? So David responded, A shelf was pushed on my head. And forgetting everything, you know, Adam got all like excited and stuff. He's like, okay, well, who pushed the shelf? To which David did not respond. And at that point, Adam knew he fucked up. He's like, God damn it. He asked that third question. Not of which he didn't even start it off with dear David. So he woke up completely terrified. I mean, can you imagine that? Whew. All right. Well, the next few days, you know, Adam started trying to research David. Um, he tried looking up anything about local child deaths or any boys named David or anything that started with a D and he found nothing. Couldn't find a damn thing. So I guess several weeks passed. And there was no new dreams. And to him, okay, life went back to normal. Cool. You know, he shook it off like totally, totally just kind of like he got in his own head. And he's like, all right, you know what? Things are good. I'm good. But uh, during this time, I guess there was a vacancy upstairs. So um, Adam decided to move to the upstairs apartment. He asked his neighbor if he could take it, you know, because he he wanted to. It was a bigger apartment. So he moved. And um, because he moved, you know, the business, you know, the process of moving everything. So everything's totally cool. Um, And then all of a sudden, one night in the new apartment, suddenly he started dreaming again. Um, here's where it gets a little creepy. He's in the new apartment, right? And I guess he has, um, Adam had a couple cats. And, uh, for no reason, he noticed that the cats were starting to be, like, on edge. And they would gather at the front door, and they would systematically start staring at the front door at midnight for totally no reason. Like, as if they were waiting for somebody to come through that door. And they would be there for hours. And, you know, it totally creeped him out. And again, he started tweeting all this. He started posting on his tweets, showing videos of the cats. And you can totally see this online. His cats are just staring at the door. And uh, it got even creepier because they would meow. You know, and they were like, like as if they were trying to, like they were crying. Like they were trying to communicate to something or someone. Um... And it was weird to him because, you know, like Adam said, he cats had never done anything like this before, you know. Um, and so one night Adam gathered his courage because, I mean, this was happening regularly. It was you know, like I said, systematically they were doing this all the time. And it happened for like, you know, a few days. So it was happening a lot. So finally, one night, Adam decided to get his nerve up and he started trying to peek out through the, the peephole. And, you know, he didn't see anything. And he would look and he would look and the cats were at his feet because, you know, they're at the door. They're like, hey, someone's out there. Someone's there. 
and he didn't see anything. Um, but there's one instance where he saw like a small blur, like a little shadow, and it was at the stairs leading up to his apartment. And um, so he, he opened the door and he tried taking a picture of it with his phone, but it wasn't a very clear picture. Actually, it wasn't through the open door. He did it through the people. Uh, I'm sorry. I, uh, I uh, mis- misread that when I was doing my, my research. Yeah, he uh, through the peephole, took his phone, tried to take a picture of it, and it was like totally blurry. But you could see something. It's not very definitive, but you can kind of see that something, right? So at that point, you know, Adam's like totally freaked out because at that point he thought, okay, I'm, David didn't find me, you know, because I'd moved, but I guess now he found me. He knows where I'm at. Oh my God. Oh my God. He's going to come over and he's going to kill me. He's freaked out. So in an effort to protect himself, he began saging and adding salt lines to the apartment, you know, like just totally doing like all this weirdo hippie, you know, spiritual rituals to try to keep him at bay keep dear david away um adam also decided to add an app to his phone that he could use as a sound recorder and um you know he wanted to kind of capture anything that could help him prove or you know like just to justify that he's not going crazy because you know at this point you know he's kind of seeing things but he's not it's more like dreams. I mean, yeah, the cats are acting creepy, but, you know, that's not really proven anything. So he just wanted some semblance of actual proof. Um, but I guess there was an instance where he did record some stuff. Um, I guess he was like three or four sounds that to him were very definitive. But you, you, if you listen to them, they're not really clear. Um, it's, you know, like it's just kind of like little knocks and stuff like that um nothing super crazy um but at that point also adam bought a ouija board um although he had no plans to use it because you know he was against that kind of stuff but he thought hey man better to have it and not need it than need it not have it so he thought it'd be good to have just in case um shortly thereafter adam bought a polaroid camera and um i guess he began taking random pictures of his apartment walking around just kind of like you know the bedroom the kitchen the front room and then when he made his way into the hallway the hallway outside of his apartment um you know these are polaroids you know they instantly develop so he would take pictures and he noticed that none of these pictures were developing like you couldn't see anything that they were completely black and he's like well that's weird so in an effort to kind of like fix it, he um, stepped further back into his apartment. So like you can see the front door, you can see more of the apartment, see all the lights are on. And again, he, you know, he's tweeting this. He's showing this on his to, his to his followers that the light in the hallway is on, everything's on. And he takes a picture with the Polaroid camera and then he you know, puts, puts a little Polaroid out. He puts it on the table so he can start to develop. And then as he's walking around, you know, he's, you can see that the Polaroid just developed straight to black. So, you know, it was just totally creepy um, and he couldn't explain it. And, you know, even though like it was brightly lit, you know, it was possibly the middle of the day, he could not get a picture of that hallway. So um, after that. 
um, you know, shortly after that, the, uh, the weird activity kind of started easing up. So you know, he's, he's still a little freaked out, but you know, he's doing his best to get through it. He's working, you know, getting stuff done, and didn't really have any new uh, dreams or experiences to speak of. So he kind of like chilled out a little bit. Okay, so then I guess at that point, um, you know, too much of a good thing, I guess. Um, Adam had a new dream. Okay. And in this dream, he saw David. And I guess in this dream with David, David was dragging Adam by the arm. And he was he grabbed him by the arm and he was dragging him outside. He didn't know where he was. He couldn't tell where he was. It was unfamiliar. Surroundings were unfamiliar. But he could see that um, David was dragging him towards what looked to be a warehouse. And, you know, this totally creeped Adam out. Like, you know, like, it's a nightmare. It's like, fuck that. So he woke himself up. He woked up screaming, you know, cold sweat as usual. And when he did, he noticed, you know, he's kind of felt like his arm like his muscles were like all stiff and tense and stuff and he thought it was because of the dream so the next morning when he was getting ready for work and stuff um he started to notice that his arm was a little tender and he's like whoa what the hell you know and um i guess at that point he took a look at his arm and yeah there was some bruising there exactly in the area where david was grabbing him by so i don't know freaky um but yeah <laughs> I don't know, man. If that was me, I well, for one thing, I weigh too much. David would, uh, I'd give David a medal if he could drag me. But anyway, that's just me. So anyway, okay. So, uh, sorry. That same week, while um, while walking outside, because you know, Adam had to walk, you know, to and fro, you know, like to and fro, went to the store, went to go get some food, get some coffee, whatever. Um, he would always walk kind of the same little route to get to the stuff that he needed to get to. And um, in that same week that he had that dream, he's walking outside and Adam happened to walk past an empty warehouse. Now, mind you, he'd been walking by this warehouse almost every day. And, he, you know, like same fucking warehouse, same everything. But on this day, he noticed that the roll up door was open and it was like empty. Right. So he's like, whoa, and you know, you've never seen this before. Now, mind you, he'd been there for years. And he walked by it several times. So at that point, he just kind of decided to peek on in. And he just kind of like was looking around. And he saw that it was empty. And that there was only, um, it was pretty empty and like it was pretty dark. So he like went in. And he walked on in just to take a chance to look around. And in the middle of the warehouse now, again, I'm not trying to like say nothing. And I'm not trying to force the perception here, but he saw that there was a single green chair. Very similar, not the same, mind you, but very similar to the green rocking chair that Adam had in his room. That first night that he dreamt of David. Hmm. Okay, so yeah, so (laughs) I don't know, that's creepy. So, yeah, that kind of creeped out Adam Um, at that point. He's like, you know what? Let me get the heck out of here. He had to go back to his apartment. And then so, I don't know, about 30 minutes later, he decided to go back and check. And the roll, the roll up door was shut. It was locked up again as if nothing. So it it was as if 
that warehouse was open for that small little window. Sorry, that's I hit the mic. <laughs> that small little window just for him. Just to kind of creep his ass out. Okay, so he went back home and was like, okay, whatever, man. Like this just this is just too much. I can't take this. Um, shortly after that, Adam started getting calls from unknown numbers, right? And it was the same number, and he kept getting calls, and he never answered it. I don't know, man. He seems like me. He might have owed some, some, owed some people some money or something. Because he's like, I don't know this number. I'm not going to answer it. I know I do the same thing because, yes, I owe some money. Um, he kept ignoring and ignoring it, but he kept getting so many. And at several times, and several calls... At one day, he just decided to answer. He's like, okay, I'm going to fucking answer already. But he answered without saying anything. He just picked it up um, as if it's an old phone. Okay, so he answered his cell phone. I'm pretty, you know, it's definitely a cell phone. He hits the little talk button and puts the phone up to his ear without saying anything. And then, you know, he's just listening. He just wanted to listen. Um... But all he heard was like weird static and weird little knocks. Similar, mind you, to the ones that he recorded when he put, you know, the app on his phone, like I said earlier. So all he heard was like little weird, tiny little noises. And in the middle of it, a really faint, faint, tiny, itty bitty little whisper. Hello. So that he's like, fuck that. And he hung up, man. He was terrified. He's like, nah, uh uh uh-uh. not today satan not today uh, so at the, um it was it was sufficient for him to be like super creeped out right which you know okay i understand so at that point adam decided to add some motion activated cameras to his apartment um he put one in the front room that kind of had access to like at the angle you could see the front room to the kind of towards the kitchen and stuff and then he put one in his bedroom um, the one in the front room captured uh, captured some stuff, you know. And, and again, you could see this stuff on YouTube. Um, but there's one video that he posted in particular where you can see the green chair. Now, he once he was having these dreams of David. Adam took that chair and took it out to the front room. He's like, "No, nah, I'm not keeping this fucking thing in my room anymore." So he took it out to the front room. And he he recorded the chair moving slightly, like it started kind of rocking on its own. And you can see this in the video. Um, and then also, I guess Adam had like this decorative turtle shell, and he had it mounted on the wall. And it was above like this bookshelf where he had some knickknacks and cool stuff. And I guess he had it on the wall. And shortly after the chair, the rocking chair started moving on its own. Now, it's very slight, mind you. It's not like super crazy, but you can see it move. The shell fell. And, you know, he recorded a few other videos. Like, there's one where he had, like, a small potted cactus. Like, those little tiny round bulb, like, light bulb-looking ones in the little tiny pots and shit. Um, he also captured like one of those falling in the you know, little pot breaking and stuff. Now, Adam happened to be at the house at that time. I think he was in the kitchen. So when you heard the thing fall, you can see him in the video running out to the front room or walking out. I should say he didn't run to kind of investigate what was going on. 
Um, so you can actually see him picking it up and trying to figure out what happened and trying to like process the whole thing, right? Because I mean, let's face it, I mean that shit's weird. Um, but yeah, so we recorded that, and then after that, you know, again, Adam continued having unrelenting nightmares every night. Now it was getting increasingly worse. Um, he was having nightmare after nightmare, including one with like this weird severed head and bloody spinal cord. And like, I mean, these fucking dreams are getting like super fucking weird and graphic and scary as shit. Like, you know, like resident evil type fucking shit. Right. So he's like totally creeping out. He's starting to think he's going crazy. You know, normally I guess he's a very, you know, like jovial, happy, nice, sweet man and i guess after this he kind of started his like according to people like that knew him and worked with him and stuff his demeanor started kind of changing and you know he just was kind of like becoming a little bit reclusive and stuff but um you know he's doing his what trying to get through he's trying to like survive this shit um so apparently you know after that last fucking severed head and bloody spinal cord dream uh, Adam got some reprieve. You know, he, he had a little bit of downtime for a few weeks. I guess David went on vacation. I think he went down to Vegas or some shit. So um, Adam, you know, got to kind of skate by and kind of gather his thoughts and get himself back together. So um, everything was fine for a little bit. That is, of course, until one night when Adam had a terrible dream um, where I guess David appeared to him again and began walking towards him. In the dream, Adam grabs his fucking cell phone because you know, he had it like in a holster by his hip. This whoosh, bam, ready to whip it out and start taking some pictures. And he starts taking pictures of David. Now, as David slowly approaches him, you know, he's walking like super creepy. He walks all up to him and puts his face like all up in, 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 in Adam's grill, right? Like David's like nose tip to nose tip with fucking Adam. And then I guess he rolled his eyes back and lunged towards Adam. And like that lunge, like, dude, I'm just telling you about it. It's giving me goosebumps, right? Because I'm imagining this shit. He, that little lunge that David did caused Adam to wake up. Like he's like, oh shit. Like he woke up like fighting for breath, suffocating on his own fucking spittle and shit. Because, you know, he's like all freaked out and terrified. And, you know, he's like, oh, you're like in sweats and shit, like cold sweat. So, you know, he survived the night. And I guess a few days later, Adam decided to look at his phone. You know, got up the nerves like, damn, that was a fucked up dream. But you know what? Let me just see just in case. Let me kind of put on my big boy chonies over here and let me see what the what I see here. So he did discover a series of dark and gritty pictures that he did not remember taking. And at that point is when he's like, ah, oh, shit. God damn it. Those are the pictures he was taking in his dream. So it turns out David was real. Now, you have to adjust the brightness. I have, like, because again, you can see these pictures online. I'll do my best to kind of gather some resources and I'll put links to this if I can, um, just to kind of put it all in one nice little package for you guys to check out. But, 
you know when you look at them they're really dark and kind of blurry and stuff you really can't tell but if you adjust the brightness and adjust some of the contrast and tweak them a little bit you can see it there's no mistaking it you can see fucking dear david you can see his head you can see him like creeping up and walking towards adam yeah at one point you can see him standing over adam like it's creepy as shit so at least adam had proof now right so he has pictures he has proof and all the while he's tweeting this and sharing this on social media right so after this you know he's you know i don't blame him he's terrified so he stops he stops interacting on social media he stops posting basically becomes super recluse and just starts going into hiding because he's trying to process all this shit and he's trying to deal with this little fucker that's after him um so while he was doing that and he's trying to deal at home adam starts hearing like thumps in the ceiling above him right like you can hear like heavy footsteps you know like above him like it started occasionally but then it quickly became more and more often and the thumps would get like louder and louder and they would mainly happen at night when you know closer to midnight and stuff like when like everybody's asleep and like everything else is super quiet so like it totally by contrast you could it was like loud um now this wouldn't you know be normal living in an apartment you know whatever but the thing is adam lived on the top floor and there was nobody living above him so you know hmm uh, it seemed to him that maybe there was like a, you know like a raccoon or something that might have um, found its way into the attic or maybe there was like a homeless person or like a squatter or something living up there um, so he would like you know I guess the entrance to the attic was right outside of Adam's apartment like above the stairs so you have the stairs it's right outside his apartment and above those stairs um about 20 feet up you could see there's a hatch that leads into the attic now out of the corner of the attic adam saw like something sticking out and he didn't know what it was so again he kind of thought it might have been like a raccoon or like something so he grabbed like a pipe or, or like this pole or something and he pushes up that little door or that little entry to the attic and something fell out and I guess what fell out was like this small old timey like leather child shoe like like old like from the 20s and 30s or some shit like this thing was like titanic status and shit um so of course this shit scared the shit out of him um you know cause hey was this David's shoe is that why David was so grumpy? He's walking around with one fucking shoe. Um, anyway, so he reached out to the landlord and he asked the landlord to check up in the attic because he thought there might be raccoons or squatters or something up there. You know, he didn't want to tell the landlord that he's fucking seeing ghosts and shit. So the landlord, you know, was happy to oblige. Like, okay, sure, my man. He went down there, went up there, took a look around, didn't see anything. All he found was like an old glass marble. And I guess this marble was pretty unique. Um, Adam noted in some of his tweets that it had like a little bulge on the side. It was really weird. And I guess in doing his research, he saw that um, 
that apparently was a mark of a handmade ma- uh, marble. Because way back in the day, like way, 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 way back, they would um, cut the glass by hand with a big metal scissor. Uh, and that would cause like that little bump on the side of the marble. So that kind of was like an indicator of, oh, this is some old ass shit right here. So again, was this David's? Hmm. Well, so at this point, you know, Adam's like super creeped out. He's freaked out and everything. And he's just trying to like get through. Um, There, you know, he would tweet instances here and there. Um, And I guess with that app that he installed on his phone to take pictures, um, he... I'm sorry, I don't know if I mentioned it or not, but yeah, he decided to add an app to his phone and he programmed it so that his phone would take pictures every 60 seconds. So just to kind of like ease his mind, he set up the phone to like, you know, aimed at his bed in the bedroom every night and he would have it going on every night and, you know, he wouldn't really see anything until one night. Um, he set up the phone as usual on the dresser so that he can sleep. Um, and I guess he captured David again. Um, but this time David can be seen staring at Adam. He's again at at the foot of his bed. Now, again, I don't know why, but he put the chair back in his room, that green chair. So yeah, bro. Like if you already saw this fucking creepy kid there, why are you going to put it back in? I mean, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, but took the chair back into the room and you can see the succession of pictures in the first picture david is in the chair he's all kind of slunched over looking all like a like a rag doll or whatever and then in the next picture he's doing this really weird creepy like he's like leaning all the way forward like he's made of like like dough or something like he's just like starting like he's crawling on his belly like a snake or some shit and then yeah you can see again the next picture david's at the foot of the bed standing there just staring at at adam and then you know the next picture he's a little closer and he's a little closer and you know you can see him and at one point in one of the pictures you can see david standing above adam on the bed Now, the creepy thing with this is like you can see all, all of David, right? Standing on the bed. But the thing is, his feet, they're not making any dents in the sheets. They're not like, you know, like if I were to stand on a bed, you would see it. Like you'd see the little dents and, you know, you you would see the bed kind of like, you know, like dip in. But no, you didn't see any of that. It just looked totally undisturbed. And... Um. So you, you see David fucking creeping up on Adam, and then at one point in one of the one of the pictures, you could see David turning towards the camera, like, "Oh shit!" You know, like I'm getting you know creeped on over here. So like he's staring at the phone, and then in the very next picture, you just see a blurry close up. Of like this fucking toxic Avenger fucking ass head with some stringy ass hair on it and like pale gray skin and like this fucked up ear and it's like a close up as if David was climbing the dresser 
to grab at the phone. Now you can see it's pretty fucking clear. There's no mistaking it. Um, so it was shortly after that, you know, that when he woke up the next day, you know, he was like totally afraid. Adam went to go visit family and you know there's a couple instances there but I mean nothing really I guess one you know everything was fine like he was living good everything you know the, finally was able to get his mind off of some shit and everything was cool except for one day when he felt that little tinge of, to- of terror in the pit of his stomach because he saw a little foot like feet print footprint sorry in the snow because I guess it was snowing out where he's, uh, where he's originally from and you know he's you know to him he's like oh shit did David follow me here like was he able to like score a plane ticket like what the hell but no it it was nothing it just i guess probably was like a fox or something and nothing came of it but yeah when he got back home apparently there's no more activity after that so i guess the common theory is that david expelled all of his energy um you know when he was going after adam and i guess the thing is like what did you know why did david try and hurt adam but he couldn't like you know there's a lot of theories but um again you know is it like because he's a kid he didn't fully he couldn't fully maternalize materialize that energy to really do some damage like the intent is there he just physically could manifest enough energy to actually do some shit um but, you know, there was no more no more activity after that. It just life went back to normal. Adam went back to work and everything was okay. I mean, you know, it still haunts him, you know, whatever, haunted him for a while. But David disappeared. So I guess uh, David just uh, wanted to get that camera and just wanted to maybe, I don't know, maybe he wanted to take some pictures of his uh, little uh, dead girlfriend or something. Who knows? Um, but, yeah, you know, up until recently, I mean, that. There have been no new updates, so, um, you know, Adam hasn't been posting very much. He's just more focusing on his work and stuff, but, um, again, you can follow him. You know, he's Adam Ellis works for BuzzFeed. Um, and yeah, so I guess life went back to normal for the guy. But, um, like I said, me personally, I mean, those pictures, they, they look really hard, man. Hard to fake, like. There's no way. Um, I mean, I know that there's some skilled motherfuckers out there with Photoshop and with rendering software and maybe even like special effects. You know, like, I mean, I myself, way back in the day, I used to work as a special effects makeup artist. So, I mean, I know that things can be done to look super realistic, you know, like with silicone and different materials and shit. But I don't know, man, like this was this like some sort of like super clever marketing ploy like hey you know i'm this really talented edgy ass illustrator you know i got this cool story because i mean his story got like a lot of attention man like it was huge it was a huge story for a while and you know there's a lot of people concerned with his welfare making sure that he was okay so um but i mean we're all left to think you know like uh, everybody's gonna we're all left to drop our own devices and like drop our own conclusions and stuff so i mean i don't know 
Why don't you guys tell me what you guys think? Um, you let me know. Do you think this was real? Was this like just something made up? Was Adam trying to build up his following so he can kind of like cha-ching, cash in and you know get some more cash or something? Like who knows? Um, again, like I said, personally, I think it was real. But uh, I definitely would be excited to hear what you guys think. So feel free to send me comments, email me, let me know. You can leave me messages and I'll be happy to play them on the show. Um, but yeah. So, um, that was the Dear David story. Hope you enjoyed it. guys that'll do it for this episode of the line begins the blur podcast i am christy your host and i'd like to say thank you for tuning in um hopefully you enjoyed the story and hopefully you learned a little something um please again feel free to share email at info at the line begins to blur.com or you can submit on the website www.thelinebeginstheblur.com um, we will be setting up really cool things on the website really soon. I won't share those yet, but, um, please, again, we will be launching new episodes every first and third Monday of the month. So please keep tuning back and listening. If you have any suggestions for any future episodes, I'd be happy to take that on. So please share them with me. Um, I'd also like to thank DJ elite for providing all the background music for the show. Um, this guy is talented and he's willing to send us music for free. Yay. So again, thank you, DJ elite. Um, this show is produced by me, Chris G and I am looking forward to submitting more episodes for your guys to review. So thanks and take care and hopefully I'll see you back here in a couple weeks. All right, guys. Cheers. You've been listening to the Line Begins to Blur podcast with your host, Chris G. Join us every other week for new episodes.